1: All right, welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Wade the Elephant Podcast. That opening song is 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago. And the reason we played a song by Chicago is because Liv and I are doing the podcast remotely from Chicago or just outside of Chicago in one of the suburbs. We're actually in, what is it, Algonquin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Liv, what is our topic for discussion?
0: So, it is personality
1: personality Ooh, that sounds fun Doesn't it? it sounds about as fun as that test you had me take before we started <laughs> doing this
0: i thought it was fine
1: it was fine it didn't take too long so Liv had me take a little uh, personality test describe it what it, what it was in the website it was on
0: yep so it's um a big five personality traits test uh you may or may not have heard of the big five personality traits it's sort of a common um Way to describe personality and psychology. Um, so we just went to big 5 test.com and they just have a free, like, little quiz on there you can take. It's going to seem like a lot at first, but it goes pretty quickly. So,
1: yeah, each question is just in five, it's the, based on the same five things, whether it's moderately describes you or moderately right, doesn't like, describe like you. Like a one to five neutral. scale, like exactly. how
0: much does this describe you? So yeah. you can click through it pretty quick and I had fun with it so. Yeah, it would be fun to see how our uh,
1: <laughs> our scores compare yeah, to one another.
0: Yeah, I want to see how I did compared to yours so. All right. Let's get started with that. All right. Okay, so um the first big 5 personality trait is neuroticism. Um that just the the more neurotic that you are, you tend to worry more often. Um, feel anxiety, depression more often. Um, And then, of course, on the other side, you're more even keeled or I don't like the phrase emotionally stable because it makes me sound like loony, (laughs) but (laughs) emotionally stable, I guess. So and then so this test actually takes the five traits, the five main traits and breaks them down into six like little subcategories. So we're going to go through those.
1: All right. So the first subcategory of the
0: neuroticism, neuroticism first, yep.
1: is anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so it says for me my score is 10, which it says is low.
0: Um I have a high, which is not surprising that's at not all, surprising all for me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like always anxious about something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh I think that's accurate. <laughs>
0: Okay. The next subcategory is anger.
1: Anger. I have a score of twelve, which is neutral. I believe twelve is neutral. Anything below a twelve is low, and anything above a twelve is high.
0: So mine is high, which I feel is kind of weird. Um, I don't feel like I just get no, angry no. very. Okay, I feel like I don't get angry easily, but when I do, it's really intense.
1: Yeah. So in the course of this, it's like 120 questions for the whole test. And in the course of it, I saw the anger one. And I think I rated myself as neutral. It didn't describe me either moderately accurate or inaccurate. Uh, But then there's another area where it talks about like irritability. Like, do you get irritable? And that I get, I think, irritated easier, but anger like something yeah i would say that like
0: you get irritated really easily and then but like not really angry yeah and then i like don't get irritated like really that easily at all but yeah it sounds when i hit angry it's like
1: Everyone knows I'm angry, so trust me. I know that little huffy stomp walk that you do when you're walking in between rooms, and I'm like, I'm not sure what I did, but something must have been done wrong because those footsteps sound pretty heavy. Moving
0: on, moving on. All right, the next subcategory is depression.
1: Depression. I scored 16, which is high, and that I think is accurate for myself.
0: Yeah, I would say that. And then mine is low, which I think is pretty accurate.
1: I think uh, in the mental disorders, you're more anxious and I'm more Mm -hmm. depressed as far as if we're putting it all out there. I would say that. Yeah.
0: Okay, self-consciousness.
1: Self-consciousness, I have an 11, which it says is low. Now, I have a hard time with this because to me, self-consciousness is like, are you... I I think of self-aware, so it's a little bit different than that in the way that they describe it, right?
0: Mm, Yeah, I, I think the way that it's talking about in this test is more how you feel about others' opinions of you. Okay. Not what you think of yourself, but what you think other people think about you. And how much it bothers you if you think it's negative.
1: Okay. So, yeah, because like I'm saying, self-awareness, like I tend to try and be very intentional with the things that I do and say. Mm -hmm. And so I think of having a high self-awareness, which Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that is one of the things on here. But self-consciousness, I guess I'm – I'm not a nerd like you I'm not as smart And so I kind of thought Those two meant the same thing But I understand now When you're saying it like that Like I'm thinking Other people are thinking Things about me When they may or may not Be thinking those things things about me And in my mind I'm like People are doing this People are thinking that about me And Yeah Whether it's true or not I'm dwelling on that Which is true I'm very low in that Yeah I am
0: Very very high in that So Yeah all right. The next one is immoderation, which is basically temptation, like ability to resist cravings, urges, things like that. So,
1: so for that, I've got a score of thirteen, which is high. Mm-hmm. Um, I think My- I can. I think I resist temptation. See, this is an issue. I guess I have is that. It breaks it down to either low, neutral, or high, but the test had five categories of like, it would be very accurate, accurate, or moderately accurate, so it should be like very high. If 13 is just above a 12, it should be the, I don't feel yeah. like I get tempted into doing things.
0: You said you scored high, right?
1: I did, but at just a 13, so. Hmm. What did you get? High. Oh, what did you get for a score? 16. 16. Did it have questions about candy and that's <laughs> what tempted you because then I could see that. Otherwise, I don't think you're necessarily easily tempted. I don't, I guess I don't I never even heard the term immoderation. I M M O D E R A T I O N, moderation.
0: Yeah, I guess like another way would to think about it is like do you ever indulge in things? Like, do you overindulge in things? Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess I could see how I'm... In the past, I've done that, and I could be likely to do that. All right. We're spending too much time on that one. Okay. Next one, vulnerability.
0: Yep. So this is just in a high-stress situation. If you're more vulnerable, you tend to feel more panicked and kind of helpless. And then obviously on the other end, you would be, you would feel more confident, clear thinking, like it wouldn't stress you out as much. So I'm not sure I agree with mine on this one. It's high. It it is a a 13. I was going to say that I feel like I'm more neutral on that one because like I do have anxiety about almost everything, but when it comes to, like, a high-stress situation, I feel like I handle it pretty well, so. I think you do,
1: yeah, too, so I, I, would, about that one. I would say yeah, you're right there, almost in neutral. I'm yeah. only an eight on that one, so I'm low. Yeah, I can and see that. And I think that. that's accurate, too. Like, I do, too. I don't really experience panic or confusion in situations yeah. like that.
0: I would say that. All right. So the next big five trait is extroversion. And I think we all know what that means. So um, we'll start with the first subcategory, which is friendliness. Um, the way <laughs> before I say my score, I want to explain how they're explaining it. So they uh, regard friendly people as you genuinely like other people and you openly demonstrate positive feelings toward others. So I get almost like to me, it's like, are you outgoing or are you not really outgoing?
1: Yeah, I, I I'm glad that you tried to explain that because otherwise it just is like friendly. If you get high, you're friendly. If you get low, you're a yeah. jerk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: uh, <laughs> Well, I guess I'm a jerk, but I'm just barely a jerk because I got an 11. So oh, that's almost neutral. I'm, I'm like low.
0: a really bad jerk. I got a seven. Ooh, yeah. that's the
1: lowest score so far, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Until we get to um, the
0: next one.
1: Until <laughs> you get to the next one. Yeah. The next one being gregariousness.
0: Mm-hmm. Explain that to a
1: an yeah, listening.
0: I had no idea what that meant. Um... It's the way that it describes it is the higher you score in this, um, you find the company of others pleasant and rewarding and you tend to feel excitement and crowds and you just really like to be surrounded by people. And then, of course, the other end would be you need more private time, time to yourself, not be surrounded by people and crowds and stuff so
1: okay so what did you get for a score on this one i
0: got a five low you got a
1: five <laughs> same I, I also I got a five. five yeah so we're not people people is no that what we're saying here? no
0: definitely not yeah i avoid crowds anytime i can
1: yeah i see that <laughs> i say that is very accurate <laughs> the same way
0: all right assertiveness
1: Assertiveness. I scored a seventeen. I am high, and
0: I am not surprised, especially when I read the part that says "like to speak out." Because what did your last evaluation? What did
1: my last evaluation? Yeah, work... your
0: work evaluation that you had got. What was the one it note said on there? I,
1: I like to speak out. It's... I think that's what it said. Uh, no, it said, it said, that? said here. <laughs> How is it worded? It was worded very appropriately, but it's something yeah. along the lines of "Kier could work on his communication skills with others. Yeah, basically I'm,
0: quit speaking out mm, as much as you do. Or
1: <laughs> tone down the passion in your voice when you're speaking out. I right. Think, because I,
0: Cause you are very I, assertive. I am very assertive. <laughs>
1: I thank my supervisor for bringing that to my attention. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs>
0: Um I also got a high on that. Which I'm not surprised at at all. Um okay, so the next one is activity level and the way that I see this is not like do you go jogging every morning? It's like do you are you like involved in different activities and like are you busy in the sense of like are you always working on something like that sort of activity level. And that's the way I saw it anyways.
1: And what did you get as a score?
0: <sighs> high.
1: You got a high? How yeah. high on that score it's scale?
0: surprisingly low for what I thought it would be. I only got a 13 on that.
1: You got a 13. Well, we're not too different. I am exactly neutral on that. Which I yeah. guess I could see that. I could see, I can see that, yeah. That sometimes I do just take more of a leisurely approach to life, but mm-hmm. other times I do when I need to or I've got like yeah. well, something's gotta get done. I'm not going to not do it. Right. So yeah. I am pretty much right down the middle on that one.
0: All right. Excitement seeking. Um, I think so this one was kind of weird to me too. Um it just kind of explains it as like you like hustle and bustle. Um just you you like high levels of stimulation um i don't i scored a high on that i don't think that part of it really applies to me like i don't feel like i need like lights and hustle and bustle but it does also say that you like to take risks and seek thrills. And I think that's why I got a high on there because I think that is appropriate for me.
1: Yeah. I was a little bit confused on this because I got a low again, it's an 11. So it's just barely on the low end of the scale. But Mm -hmm. in part of its definition, it says low scores are overwhelmed by noise and commotion and are adverse to thrill seeking. I'm not adverse to thrill seeking. No. And I'm not like, I don't want to go to the concert because of the loud noise in the crowd. Yeah. Uh,
0: I would say you're neutral, I,
1: I, and yeah, that's why I think it's a little weird that like the only neutral score is exactly twelve. If you're right, you know, yeah, you think it would really... be like maybe eleven, twelve, and thirteen are all neutral.
0: Yeah. All right, cheerfulness, which on this just means you project a positive attitude. Um. Happiness, enthusiastic, that sort of thing. Yeah, one, cheerfulness.
1: Of, one of the questions was like, do you exude joy? Yeah, <laughs> that, I was that like, one was kind of <laughs> weird. I, I was like, exude? That to me seems like an extreme <laughs> way of describing it. But uh, I got neutral on this. So I'm not uh, a negative Nancy in right. life. Um, but you don't, but exude, I don't exude joy? Exude either.
0: I got high on that one.
1: I could see that for you. Like, uh, not, you don't necessarily exude Exude joy either, but but you definitely probably have a smile more on your face when you're, you know, than I do.
0: All right. So the next big five trait is openness, or you may have heard it as openness to experience. And we'll start with the first subcategory, which is imagination
1: imagination I've got my highest score so far of an 18 I'm high in the okay. imagination
0: what do you think I got
1: I would think you are neutral I guess I'm I don't know so sometimes these words are saying like imagination and I'm thinking of the way my brain works and I know that my brain and yours don't work exactly the same as far as like creating things or stuff like that so that's where i'm looking at it but i i yeah i think i'm wrong in the way that this is describing I th-
0: it. i think so so i think imagination um and it even says it says it, to be higher on the scale you see the real world as often too plain and ordinary and you you use fantasy as a way of creating a more interesting world so i think for me that's where i like to read like Sci-fi books and stuff, you know, stuff that could never happen in real life. And then.
1: Sci-fi books, huh? Um. Is Harry Potter really... sci-fi?
0: <clears throat> Moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Artistic interests.
1: Artistic interests. Uh, I've got 13. Mm-hmm. Which again is the low end of the high scale, mm-hmm. but it says high
0: mhm yeah, mine is low
1: yours is low, how low?
0: It's not that low, it's eleven
1: yeah see I still I think so this uh big five needs to reevaluate and they need to have eleven, twelve, and thirteen should all be neutral,
0: honestly, I think eleven is way higher than for me than it.
1: Than it really is yeah, okay. So, describe absolutely. a little bit uh, to anyone listening yeah. what it means by artistic so interest. So,
0: for this test, artistic interest um, is basically your interest in art and nature. So, um, it could be natural, artificial, like museums, it's just any basically your interest in the arts.
1: Okay, so then if that's what they mean, I'm surprised. I guess I'm just barely above neutral, but I'm not Uh, let's go s- this weekend to the museum and check it out. The Science Museum would be cool or like taking the kids to the Children's Museum, but just like going to and the like Museum appreciating Modern Arts. Art. And, uh, yeah, and I don't be.
0: see you as like, let's go take a walk in the forest and appreciate yeah. its beauty. Like I don't really see that either. Yeah. I know I'm definitely not like that. Yeah. Like, I'm
1: not, a, I'm not, I don't not like yeah. going on a walk through yeah, the park it's not or like, like one Oh, of the leaves my, in fall, but I'm not like,
0: it's not a major interest of mine. Like by any means. Yeah. All right. So that one's just weird. Um, okay. Emotionality.
1: Emotionality.
0: Mm hmm. um, this is where, this is where this test sort of talks about like the self awareness of your own feelings, and your sensitivity yeah, so, to others. So that's feelings.
1: I had said before that I was, uh, uh, I was thinking I'm pretty self aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got emotionality high, but when I would just think of emotionality, I'm like, well, I'm not like emotional. I don't like break no, down and crying. So for this but-
0: test, it, that's not what it. It doesn't mean that you just like cry at every little thing or like it's not that. It's like your sensitivity to emotions, like that you recognize your own and that you recognize other people's too.
1: Yeah. Then so. I guess I could see where I got that.
0: Yeah. I got a high on that one. All right. Adventurousness.
1: Adventurousness. Oh, I scored cool. an 11.
0: I did too. Sainsy, yeah. Zakir. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: so just- it. It says that high scores are eager to try new activities. Again, I'm not opposed to trying new activities, but I'm not going out of my way necessarily to try new activities. So, again, I can see right where I'm at. It's, you know, I'm glad that we're actually saying the number and not just low because a three is low and so is an 11. Right. But yeah. 11 is the high end of the low scale. So, mm-hmm. I'm closer to neutral on that than I am.
0: Yeah. All right. Next one intellect. Intellect. And I, before we read our scores on this one, I'm going to clear up what you and maybe other people are thinking. This is not, are you intelligent? This is like, not how smart you are. This is your interest in like deep thinking.
1: It sounds like something somebody that got a low score would say. (laughs) What'd you get on this?
0: Didn't get a low score.
1: Oh, did you get a neutral score? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Seriously, though, it's like, it's your interest in, like, deep thinking, like, philosophy and riddles and... Okay,
1: well, that would explain why I got a high score. Mm. And for any of you who who take this test and also get a high score, I think it does mean how intelligent you are. Don't listen to what Liv was just saying. (laughs) You're neutral, intelligent, honey. Be proud of that. Moving on,
0: I wish looks could come through
1: on yes. this audio podcast. I do. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> someday, someday I'm going to have the equipment to have video <laughs> podcasts, and then people will all know.
0: <laughs> all right, the next one is liberalism. Now,
1: um, when they're talking about liberalism, it's different than uh, your like political the, views. Okay,
0: yeah, it's not who did you vote for. It's um your readiness to challenge authority. Um, how tightly you hold on to traditional values, um, your thoughts on rules,
1: your thoughts on rules, um, mm-hmm. meaning if you are higher on this, you don't like rules, or
0: um, kind of yeah, it kind of means that not that you don't like rules, but like you see rules more as bendable. Okay, as so, opposed to someone on the other end that would be like, it's a rule, so no matter what, you have to follow it. Okay, that kind of. Thinking. I have
1: a score of a ten, which is on the low end, and again, I don't know how of all the questions it asked, it picked this out. There was one where it talks about it. Literally said something about being liberal, uh, but it didn't word it in a way that was political. But for me, I definitely see rules as being bendable at times and I do have a problem with rules if they're a stupid rule and I've run into plenty of those situations in my life where I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like why then you
0: express your assertiveness. Then I express my assertiveness.
1: (laughs) That's correct. Um so I guess I wouldn't have been surprised if I would have had a neutral or a low end of the high scale, but I'm the high end of the low scale.
0: What did you get?
1: An eight? Which,
0: honestly, for me, I feel is kind of high, but...
1: Yeah, you seem to be a little bit more of, no, that's the rule, where I'm kind of like,
0: is it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so the next big five trait is agreeableness.
1: Agreeableness. Mm
0: -hmm. Agreeableness. So this is sort of how well you cooperate with others and how, kind of how you act socially, how you feel about social things. So <laughs> the first one is trust. So obviously if you score high, you're, you readily trust other people. And then the other end.
1: And what did you get?
0: Um, low.
1: <laughs> how low?
0: <laughs> Not that low. Nine. Nine. Well, I got a five.
1: Uh there, really? was, there was several questions uh, in the course of, like I said, there's like 120 questions, and uh, when it came to like trusting others, just mm-hmm. through my life experiences, I've been burned on more than mm-hmm. one occasion, and so I definitely don't necessarily give people the benefit of the doubt. To, yeah, from the get go, like I always, I, try I to definitely think
0: of, don't like. For some people, it's like, you have my trust till you lose it. Uh, no, first you got to build it with me and yeah. then you better not lose it because then it's even longer to build yeah. it back up. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, uh, it's the same way you got to earn it. And mm-hmm. then if you then do anything, it. it's usually not even a second chance. Yeah. Like, like I don't me, just start just like, with trust. Like with I you. just
0: don't just give it away for free. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, the next one is morality, which I think we all kind of...
1: We all understand what morality that means. What did you get in morality?
0: I got a 16 high.
1: Ooh, do you think you're better than me because you got a 16 high? Do you
0: think you're better than me?
1: Because I got a 20
0: high. I am not surprised by that at all. Like, like I think I'm a, a decently moral person, but like every now and then, there's a there's like a time where I have to be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey Kier. <laughs> what do you think about this? <laughs> if I do this or like I'm going to do this, is that bad?" <laughs> yeah. Like, don't judge me. I'm going to yeah. do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: I'm not trying to act like I'm uh, at the moral high ground on anybody. Um, I don't think I'm better than people. Uh, and that is actually one of the questions that was on this. It, yeah. Like, it wasn't, I don't remember Do exactly how it was. Do think you're better than others? To, yeah. But it was like, I just thought that's funny being that we got that on the soundboard.
0: <laughs> okay. So the next one is altruism. Um,
1: Explain that to uh, anyone listening that may only have the intellect of me.
0: But I thought your intellect was just so much I higher know, than mine. That's, Hi, very, that's weird. That's um, weird. Yeah, so altruism. It is um, basically how rewarding you find helping other people. So, like, I don't know if you ever heard somebody describe as like, yeah, he's really altruistic. It just means they really enjoy helping others. Without getting something in return, like that's like actually helping others in need. So, yeah.
1: So I scored a Mm fourteen on the high end there. Mm
0: Hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. About Mm you,
0: I got a sixteen. Oh,
1: you got a sixteen. So you think you're better than me? You're more altruistic, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Just remember, <laughs> I do have the moral high ground. Not on you, listeners. <laughs> just on live.
0: <laughs> All right. The next subcategory is cooperation. So obviously, um, if you score high, you don't like confrontation. Uh, willing to compromise. That sort of.
1: Trait. So. So it says that right there in the definition that you mm-hmm. dislike confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if you've scored high on this, I did score high. I scored a 16, but I don't dislike confrontation. In fact, that's one of the other questions that they had on there. Like, do you enjoy a good fight or however it was? And, uh, if I believe that I'm right and I truly believe that you're wrong, I have no problem again, going back to that assertiveness of like asserting my point of why I think, I'm right. It's not like I'm like, well, you know what? Just go along with it because I'm very cooperative. So... Um,
0: What was your number? 16. 16. I'm wondering if maybe, like, yours would be even higher, maybe, if it weren't for that question. Like, maybe that question, the confrontation question, without that, maybe it would be a lot higher. Not that it's low, but I'm just saying maybe that is still playing into it and you still got a 16, so...
1: Maybe, yeah. yeah. So I got a 14.
0: 14? Um, I think that's pretty accurate. Like, I despise confrontation.
1: Yeah, it says in that definition, uh, so those who score low are more likely to intimidate others to get their way. So where I was just explaining if I truly felt that I was right and I thought that somebody else was wrong, I wouldn't uh, be afraid of that confrontation, but I wouldn't use intimidation to try to... Right. to prove right. my point like I would try to prove my point in why I truly felt it was right and why I truly felt they were wrong like I would use a discussion on like trying to help them see and I would also at the same time be open to if there was something I a point of view I wasn't seeing that when they explained it to me I'd be like oh I'm open to that and now yeah I'm changing my point of view but I wouldn't just all of a sudden be like well time to intimidate them into right going my route
0: yeah all right, the next subcategory is modesty. I'm really anxious to know what you got on that one.
1: Why is that? I
0: just, I'm just curious.
1: I got a 14, which is on the
0: high end of this game. Really? Yes. Huh.
1: You don't think I'm modest?
0: Maybe to everyone in the world except me.
1: Mm, that's probably an accurate statement. <laughs> and what did you get?
0: I got um, an 11.
1: An 11? So you're on the low end of I modesty. I am.
0: Yes, I am. Hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay. Sympathy is the last subcategory in this one. I think that's pretty self explanatory.
1: And what did you get?
0: I got high. I got a 14.
1: Oh, you got a 14. You're really sympathetic not quite as sympathetic as i am though i got a 15.
0: see you're showing your modesty right now i am showing my (laughs) modesty (laughs) this test is just not right yeah (laughs) okay so the next big five is conscientiousness um and this is just basically how we control our impulses So, the first subcategory is self-efficacy. It's basically your confidence in accomplishing things.
1: I scored an 18, so Mm. pretty high on that one.
0: It is really high. I got a 19. Really? I did.
1: (laughs) This test is screwed up.
0: No, like I am not, I mean, I'm not surprised that we're both high, but about myself like i'm not surprised at all that it's that high like i'm pretty confident that i can accomplish things
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just surprised mine isn't higher uh no i i again i don't know how they're breaking all these down yeah but i definitely feel that it's accurate that there's so many things in my life that I just was too poor to be able to like take my car in. So uh, pretty much everything I know about working on cars is because I've learned it out of necessity. Like I can't afford to take my car to the shop. I will try and figure it out myself. And luckily now YouTube has lots of help in those areas.
0: To me, this one kind of makes me think of um, almost like even if you don't know how to do something like you have the drive to still get it done like it's to me it's sort of like almost like with like laziness kind of not like sitting on the couch but like if you want to do something like you want to I don't I don't know there's something that you need to do like turn documents in somewhere, just anything like it, to me, it's sort of like some people could, could just use the thing. Well, I don't really know how to do it. So I'll get around to it. And then other people are like, I'm going to figure it out. Like that's, I'm going to figure it out. So that's sort of, so I can definitely see how we're both high in that.
1: Yeah. I think uh, like you were saying, some people, I don't know if laziness is the right term yeah, or if it's-, it's just that they're like,
0: complacent almost like they're just i don't i just even that like i don't really know how to explain it but yeah
1: all right orderliness is the next subcategory
0: this is well organized can
1: i guess yours
0: you won't be right but sure
1: i won't be right
0: no because this is way lower than what i feel that it should be for me
1: because you feel like you should have a twenty in this. I
0: feel like I should have like a fifty in this. <laughs> yeah. That's, if it even went that high, I would have that. Yeah. Is what I think. Like yeah. it, it literally says they keep lists.
1: You do that, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh let me guess then your number. I'm definitely saying you're in the high end of the scale.
0: Mm-hmm. I am let in me, the high.
1: Let me guess your number. Sixteen.
0: gave me a fifteen.
1: Really, yeah. this this test is screwed up, it's folks. Do not take this test
0: because, like, that's one of my like major personality traits. Is yes, organization, uh, Excel spreadsheets, lists for everything.
1: Can I explain to our listeners how? So, there's this app that's called like To Do, and it's like by Microsoft, and it's a just a, a To Do <laughs> list app. And Liv spent four hours and i'm probably being generous it might have been longer over the weekend moving everything out of that (laughs) list app into another list app because the other one could do some more nerdy things (laughs) that she wanted to be able to do the
0: other one also had a shareable calendar which is really convenient
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: Mm -hmm. it had a place where you could share like birthdays and different things like that.
1: Do you want to give a shameless plug for this other app? I don't even remember the name of it. FamCal or something, right? Yes. Family it is called, Calendar.
0: Yeah. It's Family Calendar or something like that. It's the short name on it. Whenever it's on your phone is just FamCal. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah. So it's really is a surprise that you only got a 15 on that. You want to take it's, a guess as to, as to what I got?
0: on orderliness. Mm. 7?
1: Wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> Are you saying I'm that disorderly? I definitely didn't have I didn't have spreadsheets. Yes, a 12. I am okay. exactly I neutral. Okay. I didn't see that because that.
0: like you're not you don't like go out of your way to like organize things like I do. But like you're not disorganized either like you don't just let things get like yeah. unorderly either. and so I'm I can just
1: neutral. neutral to you saying hey we're going to use this app it's called to do and I'm like alright yeah let's do that and then yeah. when you change to all of a sudden another one and I'm like <laughs> so I got to learn a new thing you are like no it's going to be much better because it can also do and even though you explained to me at the time what it can also do and you literally just said what it can all next to do I don't remember Extra do? I I I really don't don't pay attention to that. I I just go with the flow, honey. I'm like, all right, if that's what you want, that's what we'll do. Alrighty.
0: I just like it because, like, whenever I do something to it, it sends you a push notification. So, like, you have to at least know that I did something because the Excel spreadsheet, um, or workbook, really, because it was a bunch of spreadsheets, but that I sent you, I'm that you had to actually like go into. To look at and like see any changes or anything, you never open it So this it is ever, what it's all so. about, folks.
1: We're getting to the crux of the whole uh, matter. It's about, <laughs> I don't have any... Plausible deniability anymore. <laughs> With the other one, I could just be like, "Well, honey, I haven't, I haven't looked I at mean, that in a while." Yeah. Now you'll be like, uh, "This one sent you push notifications." Yeah. I can see that your watch has got a little notification there thing were right things there
0: on the spreadsheet. Like you would ask me a question about something, and I would just know. Like he didn't look at the spreadsheet because it's updated on there. And then now it's like, "Well, really?" Because I'm pretty sure it got sent to your phone.
1: So again. Famcal, if you want to, yeah, deny uh, any your significant other any plausible deniability. <laughs> you want to take that option away from them. Fam-cal, famcal available on the App Store and Google Play.
0: It is yes. All right. So the next one is dutifulness, which um, basically your sense of duty and obligation. I completely disagree with this one for myself, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. You go first.
1: <laughs> um, take a guess. 10?
0: <sighs> Ten?
1: 10, huh? No. Let's hear yours.
0: I got Okay. I got a 9.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But I That doesn't you were in the military, yeah, duty and like, obligation I, like
0: Like they mean a lot to me. Like that's really a really big part of like how I feel about Yeah. my life. Like And
1: you said you guessed a 10 for me? Yeah. Well, if you took your score and added 10 to it, you'd get my score.
0: Are you serious? I have a
1: 19. What? Dutifulness—that's what people always say about me. Keir Karstensen, if he's one thing, he's moral and dutiful.
0: Dutiful, yeah. Dutiful, all right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: all
0: right, yeah. So I completely disagree with that one. I mean, I—I
1: I don't disagree have a very with it. Strong uh,
0: sense of well, it duty says right there. Obligation. Those
1: who score high on this scale have a strong sense of moral obligation, and so the fact that I'm so moral. Probably why I'm so dutiful. Right,
0: so the next one, yeah. <laughs> achievement striving, pretty uh, self-explanatory, either like set goals to try and keep or you yeah. do
1: <laughs> Strive to achieve excellence.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I got a 17 on that. Hmm. Why do you make that face?
0: Because I got a 20.
1: You got a 20? Yes. Okay, good for you. Thank Welcome you. to the 20 Club. You got your first 20. I got mine way back on morality.
0: I thought you got a 19.
1: On morality? No, I got a 20 on
0: mm-hmm. morality.
1: It was a 19 on dutifulness. Dutiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I definitely set goals and feel yes, like I've accomplished did. something whenever a goal has been checked off. So. All right, self-discipline. So this is about willpower, um, ability to persist in difficult or unpleasant tasks, and stay on track despite distractions.
1: All right, what'd you get here?
0: I got a 15.
1: You got a 15? hmm It's only slightly better than me. I got a 14.
0: Yeah, I would say we're both pretty self-disciplined, yeah. so... All right. And the last subcategory is cautiousness. And on here, it describes it as um, your ability to think through possibilities, befo- not your ability, but uh, your disposition to think through possibilities before acting. So thinking before doing is cautiousness.
1: Yeah. What'd you get on this one? <laughs>
0: I just, what do you, what What do you guess? I'm just curious what you think I got. I'm
1: going to guess you're on the low end of the high <laughs> scale. I'm going to say 14. Oh, low end of the high scale? Yeah, 14.
0: Uh, I got a 10.
1: <laughs> Ooh, so you are on the low or the high end of the low scale. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I'm about seven points better than you. I got a 17
0: on that. I would say that. I would yeah. say that's accurate for you.
1: I, uh. I definitely have developed that over the more recent years in that I've really like in doing what I do for work and having to get up in front of rooms full of people, there's times I've over, you know, I've been either co-teaching with, or I've been a part of other trainings where I just wish the person would have been like, you know, the way that you worded that, it may seem small, but it could be interpreted this way. So instead of wording it that way, word it this way. So I've really, developed that filter between before it comes out of my mouth run it through once in my head and I have that in any kind of acting not just in speaking you know in front of a room full of people but I always try to think through before I do anything and again that's developed in the 10 years that I've been doing training
0: um as sad as it is I would say previous to 4 years ago whenever I had Heidi my score would have been even lower. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. But of course with Heidi, now I have to, you know, think about.
1: Yeah. I, what I I'm doing. I agree stuff, that so. uh, Kieran and Keeley have changed that too. So it isn't just uh, a, yeah. me doing training. It really is. You got to think about more than yourself. Right. Um, because I know that score would have been completely different if you would have talked to me oh. fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, and it would have just been lower and lower and
0: lower. Right? And lower. Yeah. All right. So that's the Big Five personality trait so quiz we took.
1: Going to the top, the the five different categories again are mm-hmm. neuroticism, extraversion, openness to experience, agreeableness, and conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. Yeah. Uh, what are your scores in each of those categories? Your overall the score.
0: Overall. Okay. Yeah. We didn't go over that, did we? No. All right. So my overview um, for neuroticism is eighty-four.
1: Okay, I have a seventy in that.
0: Okay. Um, Extraversion. I have a sixty-eight. So do I. Um, openness to experience. An
1: eighty-four.
0: I have a seventy-four um agreeableness
1: uh, i also have an 84 in
0: that i have an 80 and then conscientiousness
1: i have a 97
0: i have an 88
1: okay in this uh just anyone listening it's a scale of to a 120 Not, it's not 97 out of 100 right it shows it on a little uh bar graph here and it goes up to 120 so I know everyone's thinking, like, 97, he's almost a perfect person
0: and his
1: conscientiousness. I'm like, I'm not almost perfect, but I am more perfect than Liv. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. You're perfect mm. for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh.
0: Okay. So, the next sort of thing I want to go into. So, we talked about, like, by talking about our test stuff we went over a lot of like what makes up a personality different ways to describe it but what do you think or like what are your thoughts on how someone's personality is developed because I know in psychology there's a lot of like nature versus nurture you know situational factors like what what are sort of your thoughts on that like are we just born with the personality that we have or
1: That's a, that is a good question because there is the the classic nature versus nurture. Yep. And <laughs> it's, it's hard. It really is tough. It to is say. really tough. Uh, I think it's hard to say it's one, just one or the other because yeah, it can absolutely. be both. It's obviously got parts of both in it. Mm-hmm. Um you, I know of the individuals, and you've seen it before in TV shows and movies, where somebody lived up. You know, they grew up in a horrible, horrible, you know, living mm-hmm. situation, and yet they turned into a good person. So their nature, it lacked the nurture, but it's because of all those things that they decided, I'm not going to be that. They broke the cycle, you right, know, and they decided to not be that way anymore. So. For if somebody to say, like, it's just nurture and be like, well, shouldn't that person just be an asshole then? They're not. Right. They're actually the exact opposite of what they were exposed to growing up.
0: So I kind of see it kind of what you said. Like, I think obviously it's both. Like, you could take, you know, me and take me all the way back in time, give me different parents, and I would be a little different than I am now. So obviously... You know, I but in some ways I'd still be the same. So I think it's definitely both. But I think the amount that it varies also varies by person. So like you may have more like the of the nature part, like the way you're born. Like I could give you different parents and you wouldn't really be that different. Whereas like somebody else may have like a lot less of the the nature. Aspect of it, and like you give them different parents, and it's like, who are they? Mm-hmm. So I think it it definitely varies by person too. I,
1: when I've heard this argument before, I've heard it a lot where they're trying to they're trying to defend somebody's actions for mm-hmm. something that happened, and they're like, it's because of the way that they grew up. Like, right when you yeah you hear that a lot that, actually. when you use that type of an argument. That's where I disagree with the whole nurture being like, you know what? This person also grew up in the the bad neighborhood and had, you know, a bad home life. And they didn't go about committing this kind of an act that is in the spotlight at that time. So... Just because you had that, it, to me, it's that when, when it's brought up in that context, to me, it seems like it's a cop-out. Like, oh, you're just trying to give them an out.
0: But see, that's what I mean. Like, okay, so person A had a really crappy home, and they go and kill someone whenever they're older. And then person B had a really crappy home, and they become, like, mayor of a city and owns an orphanage. Like, that's what I'm saying. Maybe person A doesn't have very strong of a personality from the nature side of it. So like they are more influenced by the outside world, whereas person B, maybe their personality is so strong from the nature part that the nurture didn't really affect them very much. So I still think that in some situations it could still be the background that they came from.
1: It, to me, it's uh <laughs> this is, this is a really good topic and I like this. <laughs> But to me, I will just say, my upbringing, I did not come from a broken home. My parents are still married. They just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary last year. Um, They didn't, you know, there was no alcoholism. There was no uh, verbal, physical abuse, anything like that. Yet, I grew up and I had issues with, I did shoplifting I got in trouble for multiple times with the law Mm -hmm. Uh, I was involved with drugs and hanging out with bad crowds I was homeless on the streets one time because I made bad choices and I don't Mm -hmm. put any of that on like well if they would have been better parents like no they were really good parents because you could look at my siblings and none of them went down the roads that I went down so it's just funny to, you know, think of it like that and say, like, oh, well maybe it's because of what happened at home. Like I would feel like I'm using that as a cop out if I tried to like look back at my childhood and been like, Well yeah, if I could've maybe had this as my birthday present instead of that. Like it it's funny I even say that because I wanted I can't remember how old I was, fourteen or something and I was getting like a mountain bike and I wanted to get this black mountain bike. It was called the Huffy Stalker, and I wanted it, and my mom at the time was like, no, don't get the black one. Get that white one, and I, going back to kind of the personality thing, was like, fine, whatever. I'll get the white one, and she, like, talked me out of getting the black one. My younger brother, Logan, then, in a couple of years when he got his first mountain bike, got that black Huffy Stalker that I wanted, and I actually held on to that for the longest time. Like, they wouldn't let me get that, like... No, it wasn't like my mom was like, I refuse to let you buy that black bike. She was just like, no, get the white one. And I was just kind of like, fine, whatever, I'll get it. But I know that I held on to that, and I used to use that as like a – I never like got in a big argument with my mom and threw it in her face like, remember when you let me get the bike that then (laughs) Logan got two years later? Uh, But now going back, I just think any bad decision I ever made was my own choice. No matter how many people I was hanging out with that were making bad decisions, at the end of the day, I chose to keep doing what they were doing or to not do it. Like To me, there in my life, there's been many, many forks in the road. As Everyone has choices that you make in your life. There's been mm-hmm. many forks in the road, but which path that I went down has always been my choice. I could either stay with the crowd and go down a route, or I could break off from the crowd. Whether me breaking off was they were making the better choice and I broke off and kept doing something wrong or they were doing something wrong and I broke off and said I'm not doing that anymore. Every fork in the road that anyone gets to in their life, the choice of which direction you go is your own.
0: That's the way I view it. But the way that you view those choices is based on your personality.
1: It is. And I think to me, like a question like this, and I don't try to get on this podcast, I don't try to get too deep into like religion, but to, for me, it's not a, a matter necessarily of nature versus nurture. It's really your relationship with God and you listening to, and I've said this before when I've talked, I think I've mentioned it on other episodes of the podcast. I had ones in the first season where I really talked about God, but every single cartoon i've ever watched when i was a kid there was a there was an episode of the cartoon where there would be the little devil on one shoulder and the little angel on the other and it's really how much you're listening to either one of those influences and they're they're the ones that are telling me what to do every choice i made i was listening to one shoulder or the other and a lot of my choices i was listening to the wrong one i was listening to that little devil telling me you know what it's okay walmart's a huge corporation like if you shoplifted from there it's not gonna hurt anybody Right. And I wasn't stealing to feed my family. I was just taking things I wanted because I could because I was smart enough to know that the camera can't see me here. And if I put this in my pocket, nobody's going to know. And it's Walmart. And who am I really, you know, uh, going to hurt by doing that? OK, so did I get too far off the, the question there?
0: Um, not in a bad way. OK. Um. OK, so. We both have talked about or have mentioned like whenever we were talking about the the test results or whatever, if you had asked me this, you know, so-and-so years ago, it would have been different. So do you think that people can truly change their personality, like actually change it, like not compensate for it, like... I don't really know how to explain it. Like truly change their personality.
1: I would have to just say all I can really base it on is myself in knowing that I truly have changed. Yeah. I got a 20 on the morality section of this test. There is no way in hell I would have had a 20 if you would have talked to me 20 years ago. No way in hell. Um So I definitely know that I've changed and it isn't just, I'm trying to compensate now for those, those urges that I still have. Like, it's not like when I go into a store now, I'm like, Oh, I just really want to shoplift something. Yeah.
0: That's what I mean. Uh, Like, like actually change. Like you don't feel that way anymore. You don't think that way anymore
1: i i this was on one of the topics of the a discussion i had with garrett where i was mm-hmm. saying like in the past uh i used to like think about this and think about how i could get away with stealing that and like i didn't care at all like if something even if i wasn't trying to steal it if it got rang up and all of a sudden it was like that didn't ring up for the price it was supposed to be like who cares walmart's not you know like it wasn't it wasn't me actually trying to steal it their system right. screwed up i had bought a cold chisel which weighs probably four pounds and it was in one of the self-checkout lanes and somehow it didn't scan right and the scale didn't pick it up at all right and when i got home i was like wait a minute i should have that it was only like $18 for the total bill. It should have been at least because that item yeah. itself was like 10 bucks. And then I looked and I was like, that didn't even ring up. I went back into the store with it and paid the $10 difference and said to him, like, you might want to check that scale on that thing because I don't know how it didn't register. Hey, you know how if you put an item in that isn't scanned, it's like, hey, there's an un you know unauthorized item in the, the bagging area. Like, it was four extra pounds in the bagging area. So I not only went in and paid for the item – I also said, you might want to check that. There might be something wrong with your machine. And I did that right. just because that's kind of the person I am now. So I yeah. truly have changed. And I definitely know that there's people who've known me from the past and don't necessarily think I've changed. If I'm doing better now, it's because of I'm just compensating for it. I'm right. not really the person I am now. But he I is. don't think... Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think you would be with me... I would not. ...if I was the person I was back then.
0: Yeah, like 15, 20 years ago, absolutely not. Like, I, no.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't have given me the time of day.
0: Absolutely not.
1: No. So, yeah, not to get into our own personal relationship, but you said that when you met me, there was just something about me. Like, I think... I exude the characteristics, maybe not joy, but of (laughs) the morality and the person I try to be every day in life, and just trying to be a genuine person. Where if you're a person who's thinking about the best area of the store you can shop, some shoplift something in, and then you're, you know, trying to act like you're not that type of a person, you're not a genuine person you're one person who's a scheming person and then you're, Hey, I'm trying to act like I'm not a guy right. who schemes all the time. Like I just try to be genuine and honest in everything that I do.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely think that people can truly change. I, I will say it's more recent, like maybe the past, couple or few years that i actually felt like people can truly change i used to just think like nope like people are set in their ways like they can try to change they can act like they've changed but no one really does but um i'm not really going to go into my reasons why but i definitely think that you can if you want to i feel like you have to want you definitely have to want you don't just randomly change like you have to kind of put some effort into it it's
1: uh it's my same view on so like i just mentioned uh and i've mentioned before like i've had an issue with drugs in the past and it wasn't mm-hmm. just i've smoked pot a couple of times like i mm-hmm. was a homeless junkie sticking needles in my arm and i don't do anything with any sorts of drugs i don't drink right or anything now uh But when I went, I I went through treatment, and it wasn't me going through treatment and doing a 12-step program that got me to change. It was me wanting to be like, I just don't want to be this anymore. Right. Like, I was in treatment where a lot of those treatment programs they they do the 12 steps and Mm -hmm. they do those things i never did the 12 steps Mm -hmm. i never actually officially completed that (laughs) and there would be some people who have done that and it's worked for them and there are some people who've done that and it's worked and then they're like if you don't do it you're bound to relapse you're gonna fall back because you haven't completed this like to me it's you just need to want to change I needed to want to not be that way anymore. And you need to truly not want to for me to be able to change. So I think that's the one step for me. It doesn't need to be a 12 step program. And again, I'm not trying to crap on 12 step programs and anyone. Yeah. I mean, they've worked for for a lot of people, but. but for me, it was the one step of not wanting to be that way anymore. And so I even went with Garrett once to a, it was a AA or an NA meeting. And they start off all of those by going around the room and saying, I'm John and I'm an alcoholic and I'm so-and-so and I'm a this or I'm so-and-so and I'm that. And when it got to me, I just said, I'm here, and I'm a guy who's trying to make better decisions today and every day going forward than I've been known to make in the past. Yeah, Like I don't have anything against the label of alcoholic or this or that, but sometimes I feel like people use that as like there's a – Anyone who's familiar with South Park and has watched South Park, there's an episode where uh, Randy Marsh, Stan's dad, is an alcoholic. And then he's like, they're exaggerating the fact that people use that as a crutch. Because then when he gets drunk, he's like, I can't help it, Sharon. I'm an, oh, It's a disease. I'm an alcoholic.
0: Right. like, like Almost like self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah.
1: Kind of. So, yeah. She, he's like, you don't have a right to be bad at me. I suffer from a disease. Right. Like, you know. Uh, and whether or not it's a disease... That's up We're for not, debate. Yeah, We're we not gonna go get into, into that, that one, but.
0: but um so okay, so the last thing that I kinda wanna talk about, um, and it's brings the title in. Um,
1: and what's the title gonna be?
0: The title is gonna be This Above All. And as most people other than Kier know, that is um, part of the line that Polonius says in Hamlet when he's talking to his son about um basically how to how to act at a uh, university. So um this above all to thine own self be true.
1: Nerd. So Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: So the question I have, I guess, is and you hear it all the time like be true to yourself. You should always be true to yourself like be true to yourself. But like what does that really mean? Like how do you know when you're being true to yourself? Like what does that even really mean?
1: To me it goes back to what I was saying before about being genuine. Like just be genuine. We actually had uh, dinner with the, mm-hmm. your coworkers and they were mm-hmm. kind of going around the table and asking questions about like, if you could get the the question, I think where I brought this up was, what would you say to your children? Uh, like if you could just give them one word of advice for life going forward. And there was a lot of good things mm-hmm. that people said, yep. but for me, I said, be genuine. I think that everybody has got uh, a bullshit meter and Over the years, as you get older, you get that even more and more fine-tuned, or not necessarily the years, but the more people you deal with, the more you can really fine-tune that bullshit meter. And you can tell when somebody's not being genuine. And with all the stuff that's been going on in the world with politics, just look at any politician and just think to yourself, are they really a genuine person? Um, and not that there isn't some out there and I'm not trying to say one way or the other to who's in office or who's doing this or doing that. But all I'm saying is you can pick up on whether somebody's a genuine person and I try to be genuine in everything that I do. So,
0: so I guess a way to say it would be like, don't. Almost like don't act, like don't act away around certain people that you wouldn't act if you were by yourself, I guess is the best way.
1: One of my biggest pet peeves are the things that I don't like about someone is when, and again, it's not to keep saying be genuine, but Mm -hmm. you, you can tell somebody's disingenuous when you can tell they're like overly nice. And and you know, like, but I've actually seen you talk about so so and so behind their back. And (laughs) so when you're nice to me, to my face, I have a hard time believing that when I'm not here, you're not talking about me behind my back because I've seen you be the same nice to me to that person and then when that person's not around, you are talking trash right. about them. So I can only think that when I'm not around logically, you're, you're doing. doing the same to me. And uh I've got one person in particular I'm thinking of in this, but I've run into this personality many times. And that one person, I don't... I don't hold it against them. I feel sorry for them. Yeah. Because this person is kind of they've made their life into being kind of a gossip. So they're they they can't they can't just enjoy like, hey, everyone's kind of just doing good. Like there's gotta be like, so what's the dirt on this? Or what's the dirt like right. that's that type that individual person I'm thinking of. That is their personality and they've had that personality for 50 years or however old they are
0: right um
1: and so i really just feel sorry for them like you can't just be happy for others you've got to kind of always your self-worth this person's self-worth comes from cutting others down and to me that's sad that you have to be able to look at something and make fun of somebody else or just talk a little bit about somebody else because they're they're comparing themselves, whether they're actively comparing and they're saying like, well, I don't do this, but so-and-so does that. In their mind, that's the reason why I feel they're doing it is because they're kind of just like, well, I, They think they're better than other people. Yeah.
0: I think it also goes into though, like for me, the way I think about it is, I mean, the kindness, obviously that's a big part of it, but I think it also goes into like, don't sell yourself short. Like don't, pretend to be into things that you're not or like don't pretend to not be into things that you're not like just who cares like if you like weird stuff like weird stuff like it would be like if I tried to hide from you like my list making because I was like embarrassed about like how much like how organized I am on certain things like but why like Yeah, Why? don't sell yourself short. And I think you're awesome.
1: I think you are awesome. Yeah. And I think that that's really, again, I don't want to get into like our relationship too much. Mm -hmm. But that's what I love more than anything about our relationship is that you truly make me feel safe to be me. Like I am a goofball. (sighs) and i am yes. just naturally that way it's not like i'm doing that in front of you because right, i'm like you're trying, not trying to, be to impress goofy. me or like, anything like i've said to you before like you should see me in my office at work behind a closed door <laughs> i'm this goofy with nobody but me and four walls and so the fact that i can be just who i am be true to myself um with you and not feel like you're going to be like whoa 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 reel it back back it up that's too much.
0: Yeah, and if um, I was, then I wouldn't be the right person to be with you or to be your friend or anything. I just think that like you just shouldn't be embarrassed about your qualities. Like yeah. cuz your unique set of qualities is what makes you a different person than everybody else on the planet. So yeah, like, so don't yeah. don't
1: change – I mean, that's why it's a perfect title. Um, and to just be true to yourself, like be yep. who you are. Um, and that's, again, what I find – I value that more than anything else in our relationship is that you allow me to be who I really am. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I got to tone it down a little right. bit. Like I – can Just be me, and you can just be your nerdy self. And I love your nerdy self, like those lists are actually pretty cool. Final plug, fam cal
0: fam-cal uh, uh, for it's, the win, yeah, it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> Until next week, when she finds one that does one extra little thing, and then we switch <laughs> all of the lists over to the new one, and I'll just uh accept it. So, I think with that, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and uh. Have a good rest of your night or day or whenever you're listening to this.